call me the body part that you can't see because we are back uh, for another oh. episode. Of... Where did that yeah, come right, from? Right, 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 right. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> We are yeah, back. We are back for another episode of the House That Lolo Show. I'm Lolo. I'm Baby. And um, <laughs> what's up, yo? What's up? What's up? So, um, hey, how are you? Hi. I'm. I'm. Hi. How are you? Um. I'm. <laughs> I'm good. Um. Another week in pandemic. How are you? I'm okay. Working. Sir, I'm uh, alive. Oh, that and um and that's it for today. I and think, I think as as the kids would say, I'd rather be dry, but I'm here. So <laughs> um how are you? How are you? How isn't it? Wait, but question for that. Every time you hear that, do you say I'd rather be drunk, but at least I'm alive, or I'd oh, rather it's totally, be dry? It's totally drunk is totally the unheard lyric because that's what I thought it was like when it dropped. Um, but then, like in the lip sync, you see that they're saying like "dry" in the music video, Dang, or right. or as or as Miss Stephanie would say, "dry." Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I do hear drunk as well. My dear, um, <laughs> um, it's because she's—it's her Italian accent. Um, no, but I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, it's actually raining right now, so I am um watching the rain on me downpour. Um, and again, just riding this wave on quarantine, working. Um, what's it like over there in the dirty jurors? Two weeks since we last spoke in this sense of formality during the it pandemic. has it has been two weeks i mean uh one thing i one thing i will say uh phil murphy one thing i will say about mr phil murphy is that he's getting shit done and he's going to show the doors what they should have done because let me tell you something um phil murphy has really done the damn thing um and this isn't a sponsored ad um but yeah like <sighs> he's really done the damn thing uh he suspended indoor dining indefinitely um, and he is not loosening the grip on uh, how stern he is with COVID. He actually um, stated or like mandated a new uh, enfor- I don't I don't want to say rule, but like a rule. If it's a mandate, um, yeah, if it's yeah, a rule, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A mandate. Mm-hmm. That we have to that we have to wear a mask outside, no matter what. Even if like <coughs> you know, even if we are in the um, circumstances of like we don't have to social distance, yada yada yada, but stale like we always have to wear a mask 24 7 and you know what that's the fuck it you know what i'm saying shout out to phil murphy if you're if he's he's a listener um <laughs> hi phil hi how about hi, you how's, how's how's um the 90210 over there oh it's a dumpster fire people are having <laughs> house parties we have outdoor dining People seem to have forgotten that we're literally in the middle of a national health crisis. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock, knock. Hello. Um, but it's like I don't know. I've I have come to turn like, and I know this is gonna be like, oh my god, she's such a pessimist. But yes, that is true. But I'm also a bleak optimist, and I'm looking towards what what lies ahead at least for california but also let's be honest for the united states as we know it for the next bit of time 
Um, it's just gonna kind of be a hot minute until things are things are good and we're not dealing with COVID-19 on the level that we are. So I've just kind of like hunkered down and I've come to qualms or, or no, come, no, that's not the right terminology. I'm, I'm, I've come to terms. I've never with, been uh, to Quam. I would like to go. That's oh, the, she's, she's cute. Yeah. She's right. Cute. That's yeah. The, um, that's the island. Island gap, island gap. Anyways. Oh my God. Do, <laughs> but you, do know, you remember but, me? But hi, hi. <laughs> hi, do you do you remember me from Monaco? Yes, I do remember you. I gave you these bracelets. I still have it. I still have it. Followed by followed by um me ranting about how apparently they actually do know each other. And there was this whole thread about how they knew I've each other. I've seen that thread. I've seen that thread where there was like a full like a full thread about how this girl was like a very loyal, dedicated Santa Rhee and Rhee always <laughs> Her and her like, girlfriend, her and her girlfriend. Yeah, and like Rhee always gave them their tens, which like I cannot fault anybody for that because when you do have a special kind of bond with people like that, it is totally understandable. I'm sure it, she did remember it. Including including the photo of where they're giving Rihanna the bracelet. So one is to say she still has it. Um, but speaking, I, of... <laughs> there was that. Okay, last one, last piece on this topic. There was that. I I looked for it high and low, and I literally can't find it anymore. But it's it's about that Monaco meme, and someone made like a whole ass like trailer movie trailer, and it's like it's like um, it, it looks like a Transformers movie trailer. The way it's you know it's like all like all epic and crazy and. You think thinking it's about to like become like the like the the sequel to Avatar or something, right? And it's just like Monaco. <laughs> will she remember? And then it's like I still have it. But before we get into housewives, I do need to ask your your onion on um, what is your take on outside dining? Actually, I'm curious. Oh, okay. So, um, this is the thing. It's been so hot. Ever since people have opened outdoor dining, it has been insanely hot. And the thing is, is that um, I work for a chain. So, the thing is, it's like we always have to be in uniform versus, like, you know, the uh, local uh, restaurants. They kind of, like, you know... When it's a chain, it's different because you know they like you're like kind of like enforced to to have these rules, mm-hmm. and it was like we just got the okay to wear like shorts. Mm-hmm. When our uniform is black slacks, are you we're, we're wearing black? You know, <laughs> we're wearing mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. We're wearing black in the dead heat. In yeah, the in dead the heat. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, I look good in it. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna it's not tea. do that. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like, it is so hot, and then. Uh, our, um, DO had the bright idea of, uh, um, enforcing that rule, uh, three or so weeks after we find it, after we open, um, outdoor dining. So it's like, Mm -hmm. all right, like if we haven't adapted already and, uh, it's, it's been horrible. It's been terrible. And you know what though? I will say the first one or two weeks when we opened for, uh, for outdoor, the tips were amazing. Okay, so you, did, you didn't have, like, like did you have a pocket, not to, like, get personal, but, like, I'm just curious out of, like, how humanity reacts in these type of situations. Like, was there a pocket of people who were just tipping, like, complete dog shit? 
Well, well, I will say, well, the thing is for me, since I normally, since I want to limit, um, I want to limit my interactions with people as much as possible that yes. I don't know. Especially, so I always, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I always do, um, so I'm, I do to goes where like I'm mostly inside mm-hmm. and I don't really have to um, uh, talk to people as much. But mm-hmm. it's funny when um, you're working in an environment where like it is a service but a lot of people don't think of it as a service. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for example, like people will call and put an order in and then I'm like, okay, uh, would you like to pay over the phone or by card? Whatever people choose to pay by card. I mean, over the phone with their card. And I'm like, would you like to add a new gratuity? And I get a lot of, well, why? I, I didn't get served on. This isn't a service. Yeah. Like, as if, as if you're having to be there just to like support yourself or your as if family. I call, no, no, no. As if I called you specifically because you know damn well, and without me, you would not have been able to get your food. And it's like mm-hmm. I, this one example. This one example where this woman, I was helping this woman out, and I actually, I actually would like to have gratuity or how my mm-hmm. coworker calls it, gratuity. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <laughs> And she goes, well, why? This isn't a service. And I was like, well, what am I doing right now? And then she's like, what's your name? What? And I was like, why are you being so hostile? I just oh, asked the question, like, what do you think I was doing? And then also people who come in inside to pick up and they have to pay um, with their card. You know, you have the option of tipping, but we mm-hmm. have to ask you that first. Um, people, two things that I've learned. People uh, do not know what gratuity means, have absolutely no idea what gratuity means. Really? And I swear, I swear like... they have no idea. And the other one would be they you notice a slight delay and like you see the person thinking of whether or not they want to be a good person. So like you'll like you'll be like, and would you like to add any gratuity to the bill? And they're like, Okay, what? okay, but do you know what that's like? I know it's like it's contextually different, but the situation is like paralleled. It's like when you're checking out at the grocery store or like at the at the CVS or whatever. Oh, and, I got you to donate. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, do you want to donate to like the vets? And like, of course, like, yes. But like there there comes to the point or there's that person where like you see them have to like think about it. And it's like, you know, even if it's a dollar, like just do it. Like maybe and, which, like, and which? Not, not to judge people on their financial situations because that's obviously right, 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 right. play. So let me just preface oh, and no, cover because, that. Oh no, because they won't be afraid to let you know that this is a pandemic so this is why they're not tipping. of course oh, this happened it has mm-hmm. happened i'm gonna say why are you ordering babe 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 why are you ordering well that's the thing too it's like uh, what are you ordering anyways what? <laughs> i mean like i get like from like a like a financial standpoint like you're better off <laughs> going to like the drive through than you are like ordering something instead of because... ordering full rack of ribs you know what I hello mean? hello yeah. it's just like different and like i'm i mean they're cut I'm sure it comes a certain level of with like a certain level of entitlement per customer too that you're getting that treats you that way and it's it's probably all characteristically the same type of person too I'm I'm sure. Um, I... Anyway, <laughs> not me losing my train of thought. Damn. Ah, uh... back me up. Back <laughs> me up. Um. No, nah, but yeah, like, but that's that's the thing of it all. Where it's like people will be like and for our credit card machines you have to add the gratuity first before putting your card so it is awkward from the jump mm-hmm. so i'm like hey and like people are like jamming their cards and i'm like you have to put gratuity first what's that i'm like you know like a tip 
And they're like, mm, no, thank you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. Are people, wow. are people like when they're getting their stuff delivered, like to go delivered by y'all and your team, do they, are they wearing a mask when they're wearing Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm two through 10 because I'm not the one. I treat this like if it's my house. I treat my job like if it's my house, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm there half of the time. So I want to mm-hmm. treat it as I'm living here and the people who are working here are living here. You are That's a your guest. Family. So you have to treat it. You know, mm, I don't know about that. But just kidding. Love my girls. But still, like, there is, I treat it in a sense of like you're coming into my space that yeah. I know more than you yeah. like I do my house so it's like I have um, I have signs everywhere that's like you better wear a mask whether it is people because the one thing that I don't really like now is that now that we have outdoor dining people because people don't can't come inside but they can come in to use the bathroom and, even, oh. and that drives me crazy because that's the rule that nobody really talks about is when you open outdoor dining people can still come inside because yeah, they have to use the bathroom. Bananas. Yeah, and then I'm like, and then that just does not sit right with my spirit. It does not sit right. So then I'll have people, I have people who will come in, like if they don't, and it's fine if they don't wear gloves because I have a big ass jar of hand sanitizer to my left where they can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> which I've seen people fill up their hand sanitizer bottles with, which is fine, whatever. You get to hustle where you can. But um, that's only if you tip me. Um, okay. See, so now this is my thing with outside dining. I think, and I know like you didn't choose it to like make it a thing because I know if it were up to you, you'd say fuck that. Yeah. But, like to me, the enti- like from the jump, the entire idea of outside dining seems like the weirdest. <laughs> like it's like it's like the. <laughs> Like during during pandemic specifically, it is like, and I'm like, I mean this without being shady. I'm just, I'm like fully speaking my truth here. Like, no to shade me, to this multi million dollar company. No oh no, f- no, 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 <laughs> full shade to the multi million dollar company and others just like it that know that they could sustain otherwise, and instead choose to have y'all as a workforce to sustain an economy that could otherwise be saved by our government, but they choose not to, and I'm going to leave that conversation at that. However, I digress. And that's on what? That's on what? You can say it. Judgment. <laughs> um, and, but I do I do think that the idea of outside dining is a very false safety net to, like, make people feel comfortable during a pandemic when, like, yeah, it's unprecedented, and, like, there is a level of, like, you don't want to overreact. You don't, but like, there's no such thing as being too careful, especially during a pandemic, especially during a pandemic, during a virus that's taking place that we literally have no idea what the short term, let alone the long term effects are. Not to like, mention, not to mention, I don't understand with to add to your outdoor dining. It's like, think about it. It's like, so Phil Murphy, though, he did enforce this rule of like, y'all got to wear your mask all the time, everywhere. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, make it match your clothes because you're not taking it off. But mm-hmm. you can take it off when you're going to eat. To which there's also the rule the of problem. like, well, well, there's also the rule of like, well, A, you're not going to like wear your mask while you eat, whatever. But there's also that rule that it's like, well, when you take your mask off, you have to take it completely off because right. if you lower it, you don't want to like, 
um, there's probably infection in your neck or like with a virus. Yeah, you don't want to touch your neck. Yeah, and it's like, yo, to be honest, at this point, um, it's gonna be survival of the fittest, natural selection type shit. Because, okay, so they take off their mask, and then it's like you're talking to me, telling me the stuff that you need, Mm -hmm. and I'm wearing a mask, and I'm wearing gloves, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, uh, you're protecting them, but they're not protecting you, and that's something that's fucked up with how I feel like in your situation, in your case, or with anyone else in the service industry, you know, you're totally constantly having to deal with that type of person who it's like such a, there's such a centrist type of personality where like, there's no possible way anything outside of their realm of eyesight could revolve around anybody but themselves. <laughs> and the, but, the, but that's, but that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a thing. People. No, not me. Not me just remembering my GM hears this. <laughs> GM but, to this. but this, hey, is, girl. this is this is no tea on the GM or any of like the immediate close. employment. We gotta close. We oh gotta my close, god! Girl. <laughs> yeah, you close. heard you heard her. But and all I'm saying, all, right, all I'm saying is like I think, I think this is some it like incentivizes, and it's not just in Jersey. It's you know it's out here in California. It's something that like it's Garcetti, crazy over there. You know, Garcetti and Newsom have set this weird precedent of false safety. Of oh yeah. The restaurants can't the, they like finally like thought they were like gonna be proactive and like make moves because they're so left but they're like totally not like it's just it's like such a charade but like they have chosen to do this no indoor dining but you can do outdoor dining and they claim that they have these vetted procedures of you know everyone's not sitting too close yada yada, yada. i'm sorry i just took a fucking drive down fucking Santa Monica Boulevard because you have that car. It's true, and I and a lovely boyfriend who can drive like a beast in Los Angeles. So thank God. But brave. let me just say, so brave. I know. I it's just, it's the, it's all about the journey. But <laughs> but we you know we drove all the fuck through. We you know it was like a forty minute drive, and we didn't go that far. Just a round little trip. Did the WeHo? Didn't get out literally just stayed in the car and just like got out of the house for a second out of our that little one bubble. Picture, that one picture of Squidward looking outside uh, Spongebob and Patrick running Fully outside. Fully that. You and your Fully car. Fully that. I'm yeah. Squidward though. Right. But um, and so, but like everywhere we drove past that was a, like a dining space that had outdoor dining. Um, first of all, the tables between all, like differentiating like clear, like clearly parties that were not together. Like the tables, yeah, you have like it wasn't like you. Oh, there was a table in between them. It was like, oh no, they're just like a like a sensible like four and a half feet <laughs> like apart. And it's like to your point of yeah, you have to take your mask off with like eating and drinking. It's like yeah. So then like seeing it in like that kind of a close proximity where like no one in any situation that we drove past was wearing a mask because they were dining, and it's like. It is so weird that all of you have this sense of like, this is fine. Like, I got that. Like, (laughs) let me just, let me just have my little veggie grill. Let me just have, I actually, to to be fair, I don't think veggie grill is actually open, but you know, very that. And it was like, (laughs) it was like just people all up and down fucking WeHo, even at the bars. And it's like, guys, like the bar isn't packed. Like there's plenty of places you could get liquor or like jalapeno poppers. Like, and you know, it's like, it's like, is it really worth it? Is it worth, they're clearly not even questioning it. It just, everyone is left susceptible. And same thing goes to, uh, with, um, 
sorry, I'm like this like uh, Joy Behar kind of rant moment. She's thing. like, she's like, she's like, and another thing. <laughs> no, I go, I go, and, and before and before Megan speaks, it's like you know, it's like I like, it's just it's baffling because like then you have think about like the smoking sections or people who are smoking cigarettes or anything otherwise like that cloud of smoke leaving someone's body is literally filled with like airborne pathogens so like if you're just like out at like a bar sure you're fucking distance and then you've got joe schmo smoking his little stogue in the corner and like not only are you getting secondhand smoke which we all know is terrible for you but like on top of that you're just like it's literally being like easily bypass transferred in your direction or like so like when i'm like walking around and i see someone smoking cigarettes i like i cognizantly like go a block around because like we know the airborne pathogens exist for up to at least 14 minutes in the air and then if it's just like mm -hmm. and so like because those water droplets can exist and sustain people who are smoking at least from like my point of view in science, and it's not like I'm going anti-science, I'm going like, can ever be too careful with the science. It's like, think about it. If you're expelling, like the whole point of wearing the mask is to like not have like droplets transfer. If you're smoking and you're not obviously wearing a mask while doing so, and you can like, we obviously see how tangible and palpable that smoke cloud is. Think about, how that as a thick cloud is carrying something that can also actively sustain in the air for a certain period of time. And as that smoke carries around, like you think about it, you can smell cigarette smoke from a mile away. You like, you know, it's coming, it's, it's wafting over. Think about how that's carrying over airborne, potentially airborne water droplets. So like, it's, it's, it's like such a layered issue that I feel like it's so nuanced and, I'm not a fucking scientist, but to me, someone who's a hypochondriatic germaphobe, <laughs> uh, you can never be too careful. So I think outside dining is a little bit weird. And uh, there was a statistic. And before I'm done, there was a she statistic. went on a whole. She went on a. She went on an anti-drug an anti-drug policy. Let me put my pipe down. Hold on. <laughs> Look, please, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not like I'm not saying don't smoke or like don't participate. But be like, aware. But be aware of the fact that like if you you know what's crazy uh, to uh I saw an article that it was like if you go into a bathroom and you can still and you can still smell like shit like a public bathroom you can still smell like oh it smells like mm-hmm. shit or, like somebody's mm-hmm. bathroom it's because there's particles in yes. your, like there's still particles in your nose so damn you know what i'm saying like so think think about it there like it sounds like it could be really complicated science but if you break it down and you really like if you just think about it like it it, like what you said just like literally put my entire rant into like such perfectly (laughs) succinct you see what i mean you see what i mean yeah yeah no (laughs) me little old me on my soapbox don't mind me (laughs) Um, think, think think about it that way. Think about it in terms of like if you walk into a public bathroom and it still smells like shit, or when someone puts perfume on and they pass by you and you still smell mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah. Or like same thing with like a sweat particle. Like that is all very real. And like even if we're not a thousand percent accurate, there I'm sure there is fact <laughs> or some truth behind. There has to be. 
Yeah, it has to be. Like, I mean, behind the... I mean, also, like, again, even if there isn't, you can't fault wanting to be cautious during a pandemic, which right, is why right, I... Right. Which is, like, ultimately full circle here at the end of what I'm trying to get to is, like, I feel like you can't be too careful. So I think it's, it's like, wildly, like, risky and quite the gamble for public officials to, like declare that something like that which isn't being heavily vetted at least out here i can't speak for jersey to the degree that you can but based on what i saw in even like a small like space in los angeles was alarming and doesn't shock me why as of this morning california has the highest infection rate uh, in the united states so i think there's something to be said about the fact that california los angeles proper was not as proactive as Jersey was because New York and Jersey were arguably more New York. Isn't that the guy? New York. New York. And, but, but I think it is still too soon to say we're, we're good. My family lives in the city. I know your city adjacent. Right. I, I think that it is too soon and everyone is getting way too safe i'm seeing too many people in the park without the mask on and it's like we're we're hearing the reports about the the icus being filled back up again we have our really good girlfriend sandra who works avidly in those units love her to bits and pieces sandra and her mom respectively have been working within the covid units and have been kicking complete ass and but like that's how, like, we have a firsthand anecdote and, right. and re- like, relay of what is the play-by-play right now. Like, yeah, everything's hunky-dory when you go all, all the way out to Williamsburg and get your smorgasbord and everyone's wearing their cute little mask or otherwise not, which is the biggest problem. And everyone's having this outside, outside dining uh, phenomena experience. And it's, like... It feels like it's so close to like being on the mark, but it's like just a few steps back. And I feel I'm not saying like New York needs to go under a full lockdown, like how California clearly needs to. But like, we're not out of the we're not out of the water just yet, even though it looks like it. Just not even though it looks like it because it feels like it. I think based on the premise of the fact that obviously like no one's vetting who's coming into the city, let alone the state Mm. or the area, like obviously people from california are traveling to new york are how how tightly i'm curious it's not that i don't have faith in government it's that i think during pandemic we need to question safety because there are so many people who don't take into consideration other people's health so like we know people are traveling from california to new york and we know there is a fraction of those people who are traveling that are not quarantining properly and are otherwise just gallivanting i've seen it with my own eyes i've seen people do it like on social media based on what they're doing. And it's not even just like, a de- it's not delegated to a certain type of person. Like people all over are doing it. So like, how, if it's not tightly vetted, how can you guarantee that it's not somehow going to escalate again? Because if like, you can't obviously have a cap on it and you can't properly vet it. And if the country it's at large isn't taking care of the issue, then like, how can you safely guarantee that your citizens who aren't wearing masks or otherwise less susceptible? Just because it is 90 degrees outside and it's hot as hell. Think about it. It's hot as hell. You really want to go outside? You want to sweat on your burger? You know what I'm saying? No, don't do that. Um, but, 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 
if you do, if you do, wear a mask. Please, please wear your mask and tip a server. Tip your servers, please. Tip your servers. We are hot as hell. We got swamp. We don't even got swamp ass. We got lake ass. We got oh lake God. ass. We got lake ass and Gulf of Mexico ass. Like it, it's hot. It's hot out there. And not only that, but like we got our mask on. Every time I wear chapstick, when I put my mask on, condensation happens, and then my lips mm-hmm. fuck up. I don't like it. But what I do like is money, and money pays bills. So hey, listen, uh, please tip your servers. And you know what? We're gonna take a break. I'm gonna call my GM and tell her what's up. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Hey, so I'm on I'm on Twitter, um, and you know that photo of the you, you have you seen this viral photo of this woman naked standing in front of the police? <laughs> yeah, her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's I'm like, sitting here waiting for you to be like, someone has a bone to pick with you. I was like, oh god, I haven't even been so, active. What did I do? <laughs> so. You know what, like, the, I just, the photo, and listen, I just find it hilarious, because it's like, listen, I know I'm white, and I understand that this is a protest for black lives, but what if, and hear me out, what if I put my pussy on the pavement? You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> Let me just do it for an RT or two. Just saying it. You know what I mean? Just saying it. But anyways, but anyways, um... Uh, we, uh, cab spelled backward is back, and that's what we are. We are back. Um, oh my god, my brain hurts. <laughs> I've been really good at these. Um, and we're back, and listen, uh, I was about to say Canada again. <laughs> I, I think we have a new queen of the north. Brooklyn, of, consider, you have 24 hours to respond. Instead of Canada. I mean, instead of California, here we go. Instead of California, I always say Canada. But California, you're from there. We're speaking of. Have you seen Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills? Yes, yes. Uh, season is good. It's on tonight. I, it's on oh, tonight. it is on tonight. You know what? I this is the thing. Two franchises that I love: New Jersey, because I'm from there. Yeah. And Beverly Hills. Why? Here we go. Beverly Hills. I feel like. Their problems are so minute. They're so nothing. They're petty, 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 petty. They're so minute. And they're the best. You know what I mean? Like, they are the best thing. You're going to make an entire storyline about panties? Yeah. You know what I mean? And with this season, I feel like um, I love the cast. I love the new cast. I love Sutton. I love Garcelle. Okay. Garcelle. Here is the tea about Garcelle. I would like Garcelle. You you (gasps) want to know how I'd like Garcelle more? You don't like Garcelle? You know what, though? I would like her more if she would be there more. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I feel like she's not there. Like, she's barely there. And when she's there, it's like... She kind of comes for the function. Yeah, she goes with the functions, you know, the ones that you're, like, contractly obliged to be at. Right, 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 right. And, but the thing is, it's like, it'll be like uh, that one incident where they were all at Kyle's, no, at Denise's uh, dinner. And everybody's like, you know, Kyle's crying and shit. And then Garcelle goes, well, you know, I don't really get along with you. Garcelle, who was talking to you? 
You don't have okay, to okay, where? okay, but 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 I do. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm I'm totally J- Joy Behar-ing this entire. Not a Garcelle fan. Not, but, a Garcelle, not a Garcelle fan. I mean, Mama, I am too. I think I, what I really like about Garcelle is that she knew exactly how to play her intro season. She has come across so likable while also, yeah she is very likable though she is very likable while also still being able to like stand her ground production hasn't given her some like really weird like microaggressive edit you know it's no like, brandy I, shit no brandy shit because brandy's yeah. on her fucking mind well yeah and like garcelle her. garcelle is someone who just like truly won't take anyone's shit and like uh-huh. uh but that's also why i like someone like teddy and like I don't think they see eye to eye quite yet, but I think they will. I think it's interesting that Garcelle is like comfortable enough knowing that like out of all the seniority, Kyle has the highest tier of seniority at this point in BH and she had no fucking problem. Yeah. She like, is the original housewife. Huh? She said she said, uh-uh. I there's a vibe and she and she is someone who follows the intuition and knows mm. her and like and can do her own wellness and vibe checks and do the internal diagnostics and if something wasn't clicking with her she didn't care if it was with the queen bee or anybody fucking else and she maintained her ground uh, her ground and i was like you know what that's fierce i really I would like ju- you know what though i would i i again i would feel you know what i would do though i if this is the kind of like um I mean, obviously, they're going to Rome soon. So, like, I'm assuming this is... We're going to see of her more because it's not like she could be in L.A. and, like, kind of, like, not hang out with the girls. It's like And she turns luck, so I'm excited yeah, for the Rome's luck. Well, oh, what? Let me tell you something. One thing Miss Garcelle don't play with is clothes. The Miss thing, call her ranch because she be, she be dressing. She, she be dressing. dressing. You know what I'm saying? Dijon. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, she doesn't... The thing is, is though, is that Sutton and Garcelle have the same airtime. What, Sutton, she comes from the jump and she says, well, listen, bitch, I don't like you. I think you're boring. Okay, like okay, she, okay, okay. I feel like so she makes I did better not TV. Like, I did not like Sutton at first. She really? really? First episode, I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I totally get her now. Totally makes sense. Did you know that she was supposed to be, like, a diamond holder? Well, yeah, she was supposed to be that, but she didn't want to show her kids, like, yep. Adrian style, real Adrian yep. style. Yep, yep. So, I mean, that's crazy, girl, because, like, I mean, Sutton, like, she, I feel like she's done a really good job of, like, again, making herself likable and, like. But like, you fumble the bag. How you fumble your bag over your kids, bro? I don't know. I don't know. That is a bag fumble. That is, but she I'm, fumbled her bag, but bro. Also, like, she but also, easily. she has so much fucking money that, like, it literally does not matter. <laughs> she really do got She really do got a lot of money. She, she do. Sutton has a lot of fucking money. She does have a lot of money. Um, I, but, okay, so, with the whole, um, with the whole... Denise and Aaron thing. Okay. I can't believe I liked Aaron. I can't believe it. Okay, I liked Aaron too. What is going on? I can't believe it. I okay, so I feel like it's one of those things where Denise and I always loved Denise because of the fact that like I love seeing people who like I've seen before again, you know they're like it's Real House of Beverly Hills. Some of them are actresses, yada yada yada. But like, it's mm. always refreshing seeing someone who I've seen on TV and then see them on this reality show act a damn fool. And, and I love like, Denise you know too. I'll always like you. Like you know what? I'll always like you because I saw you on um, 
that one ABC show, and I saw you somewhere else. Oh, I saw you in Medea's Witness Protection, and that's why I fell in love with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for Lisa Renna. Lisa Renna, I saw I love her. Lisa I saw Lisa Renna on Hannah Montana, where she played um, Miley Cyrus's neighbor's cousin. But anyways, um, <laughs> one thing... but 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 I need to I need I need to stop you right there. Miss Lisa <laughs> Renna is the shitster this season. I, but it's like, could you? But but if I know she wouldn't why, do that, but it. if she wouldn't do that, y'all would be bored. You know what I'm saying? I get, like, it. I, love I get it. it. I love it. I get it. But Denise Richards in her accusation of, oh wait, who who said you're a shit fucking stir? That was Denise Richards who called to, who to Teddy though. That wasn't to. That was to Teddy. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. That was to Teddy. Which which the cliffhanger, the cliffhanger of fucking of last week, which we're gonna see the part two of tonight. Of when uh, Camille, my queen, my queen, when Camille, um, she says, hey, girl, Teddy says, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. That was key. Okay, okay, but perfect example of Rinna, though. Rinna fucking instigated with Camille. Doesn't matter how. She She knows, like, Camille is like a rotted, little old conservative curmudgeon Rinna knew if she greeted Camille Grammer, who was like an Italian greyhound who can dish uh, it but can't take it. Mm-hmm. Where asshole is not even in her vocabulary. Her, let's say that. And like, and like, if Rinna confronts her as like the icebreaker to a party where it's like the first time they're seeing each other since like their last like blow up at the reunion, yeah. Rinna, Rinna knew saying yak like an asshole online like doesn't matter how ingest it was those fighting words those fighting words i get what i because we we know rena rena is always gonna be rena and that like that that was a very characteristically rena thing to do however rena needs to be tuned into the frequency of others i'm not saying change herself but also be aware of how words are going to incite I suppose not saying like she has to caretake after Camille because Camille's kind of precious about all that. But like she knew she could have just said hello and given her a little hug. But she's the own it girl. But she's the own it girl. She's the own it. You have to own it. And I feel as though I in. Okay. Yeah, but you can have a conversation like that so much differently. I feel. But I ain't fake. But you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't fake. I understand. I understand that Lisa should have not done me done the whole I her approach would have been should have been different but I understand the whole process of bitch I ain't fake and um you're fake I ain't fake and I ain't trying to you know do this whole um you know I fuck with you yada yada hey girl nice to see you uh what is it oh I hate that um I hate that bitch she's so stupid and then she comes near her you're like hey girl you know what I'm saying I understand that Lisa oh, don't I don't play that However... I understand I understand that Lisa don't play that but I feel as though Camille was really, she's one of the, again, like you said, that she can't, she could dish but can't take. And in this instance, she just wanted it all to be gone because if she's over it, everybody else should be over it. I may have not spoken to you and I'll speak to Miss Kyle because she's the one that'll probably spread the word and be like, you know what? I feel like we should give her a chance, which is what she, she, she thought she was doing mm-hmm. when she told the girls that she was going, mm-hmm. when everybody was just like, Okay, why? You know, Dorit mm-hmm. said it best. She said, I didn't know the snakes were in town. <laughs> Which, like, very, like, totally, I get it. Like, if you're in your little group at a party, trust me, I, like, totally get that vibe. You're in a mansion. She's in the fucking backyard, whatever. Have your little kiki, whatever. But, like, 
Also, I'm I'm a believer in time and place. And <laughs> I'm not I don't and do not get me wrong. I do not think Camille Grammer is a stand-up person at all. So like I'm not I'm like not like looking to like sympathize with Camille Grammer. All I'm saying is I think it's just interesting how definitely in that interaction Rinna had to have known that like starting a conversation with someone who was like visibly anxious by like hiding in the backyard was like probably oh, not definitely you know what i mean like there's, like, there's like context clues and like i'm not saying it's different from teddy saying like you know what let's not play that game mm. because i don't I don't, I'm like, I, it's like, it's a, it's not that I'm anti-confrontation either. I just feel like, I feel like it's like understanding what you're about to be up against. And I feel but like. Speaking, okay, so then, okay, so then to that, so then to that, do you think, so then are, would you be team Denise because she feels as though she doesn't want to talk about it? Would you be team Denise then? Okay, so this is, yeah. Uh, okay. Baseline right now, I like. I'm like lawful neutral team Denise because I get exactly what she's saying. Loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. I'm but let me finish. She signed up to be on the show and should have known and should have known better than to be like, oh, I'm gonna give it all one way and then like like it's very like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Mm. I I am fully aligned with everybody on that because I do think that her regression in wanting to be open and like sexually liberated is a little like questionable and strange on top of the fact that like we saw the fact that she fudged like how her daughter reacted about it because we all saw on the tape how like her daughter was like oh whatever we just like heard yeah it's like Like, her daughter was like listen she was like listen uh yeah we're all laughing about it like I I get it I get why it bothers the housewives that like even if even though they don't have the context to like how Denise's daughter actually reacted or like didn't even react like Denise had to ask her about it to be honest. Um, You know what I mean? Like that was definitely like something where Denise was trying to like look for a very self-serving in my opinion self-serving like point of leverage (laughs) to kind of like shift how she wanted to portray herself and with all of that being said in my armchair analysis about denise richards i'm going to conclude my armchair psychoanalysis about her in being at the very least empathetic to the fact that she does have she has probably triggered i could imagine being triggered by like being back in the public in this regard knowing what you've said publicly knowing that like with the context of charlie sheen the paparazzi's not the paparazzi because we all know that she lied about that. However, <laughs> however, we know that like there, we know the average Bravo viewer is as hot gossipy of a housewife as anybody else. Mm-hmm. And the last, the last, look at week, us, look at us. Hello, the last thing I'm sure she wants is for someone to imp- like implicate her with some like weird false narrative that like she's. Charlie Sheen's whore ex You know what I mean? Like, oh but think but about I get it. it. But she's someone of, who but they could be the type. But she, but she has been somebody who has been through a very traumatic and clearly abusive 
any way you slice it relationship with someone like Charlie Sheen. And she's been on record saying so. So, like, I would imagine that, like, it probably wasn't in her planning to, like, have this regressive kind of scenario. And I'm sure as she's been very real-time in the moment, you know how, like, a panic attack, like, just kind of onsets and you feel your whole body get hot and you're like, <gasps> oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> so, like, so, like, the way I'm sure she had, like, based on, like, from my own experience and, like, understanding, like, the fl- the fight or flight thing and, like, also being in a corner where you're, like, uh, uh, cameras are all around me. What the fuck am I about to do? How about, how, like, like, what do you do at that point? So, like, I feel like she probably, I'm not defending or saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying, like, I think based on all given universal context, I can fully understand how like there's probably a really deep line trigger underneath all of this for her where it's like oh my god what have i done who have i become how do people see me i think you know i think for me i so her daughter who barely had an opinion about didn't give a fuck didn't give a fuck didn't give a fuck she said you know she she was like to be honest we found it funny and then denise was like but weren't you mad? Were you embarrassed? Like, but weren't you? You're not mad, no? Like, okay. And then the next yeah. day, and like the next time she saw the girls, she was like, "Well, she said that was the most disgusting thing she's ever heard. She had to get pulled out of school. Like, she made it such yeah. a big deal. Yeah, she made it such a big deal. Mind yeah. you, the girls were not even thinking about it. It wasn't until Denise said, mm-hmm. "Well." I didn't, want, well, I didn't like this. You know what I'm saying? Well, mm-hmm. I didn't like this. Well, I didn't like how y'all said this is in this. So then the girls was like, oh, okay, well, y'all making this, you, our kids were there too. You're making it seem like we bad mom. And she's like, well, I ain't say that, but don't get me, fits. don't get Aaron's me wrong. Like, yeah, wear it. I, I think, I think, I think Aaron needs to just keep his fat mouth shut. I think uh, his hot fat mouth shut for that matter. You I don't need think to be, what is it? Oh, she was like, ah, come with me, sir. This is where you are in women's business. This is where you need to be in <laughs> men's business. You need to be outside on the grill changing tires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, he didn't have to do all that by any means. I don't, I don't defend any of that. I think he was completely out of line. It's I the do... psychological. It's the psychological thing about it too. He's like, look at yourselves. Like, look at yourselves, man. <laughs> well, it's it's just like it's like such a weird straight man deflection tactic. All the it's like, yeah, yeah you feel so good, punk. <laughs> it's like so, it's just like so stupid and just like it's just like so base level, like human, like way to like argue. It's just like whack. But I think, um, I do think that. It, it would, even though obviously like everyone wants the drama on the show. So like, again, I get it. I think from like a confrontational or like a situational standpoint, like how would you deal with it kind of thing? I think from, for me, I feel like Megan McCain today. Also, God, I'm just like, I'm giving you the full view panel <laughs> on today's episode. But um, this, um, this podcast was brought to you in part by The View. Oh just kidding. Um, <laughs> I just We're gonna feel... do all five by the end of this podcast. I know, I know. I know. I don't know. I just feel like all the other gals could truly give it up, but it's too late for all that. It's too late for it, all I that. I agree. It's why, far too late. Why though? Why though? Because Miss Brandy 
stepped in, came in with her girl, with her little girls. But she she she, she knew late. to come in. She late. came in numbers. That's how you do it. It is way too late because now what this little petty little bullshit is gonna pile. Do it now. No, They're no. Brandy Brandy plants the seed tonight. Is what I'm saying. Oh, it's but like, she says she's, like, set, she's mm-hmm. not the truth yep. or whatever. Yeah. Yep. She starts to get that little earworm into all the girls' ears. Okay. <laughs> also, honorable mention, Adrian Maloof. Hey, girl. Adrian Maloof. We Adrian saw her. Maloof, she is back in there. Yep. Oh, Chris she Jenner is... was there, too. Yeah, Chris Jenner um, and Miss Hilton. Um, they looked amazing. And that one little that one little tidbit where they're like, Okay, but before we continue with the auction, does anybody want to like do a donation of like twenty five thousand? And she puts it up so humbly. Oh, like, she had oh. yep, yep. <laughs> she's she like, had that. That she's like oh, me. She's like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Fine, fine. Let him be me. Grab me my purse. Um. Okay. All right. How about the? Oh, how about this scenario? Right. We're gonna switch. We're gonna switch real quick. Team Jujubi, Team Blair, or Team Shea Kulea. I mean, Shea Kool-Aid, obviously. 100%. There's no question. There's no question. 100%. Why, in your opinion, do you believe that she deserves to be America's next Jack superstar? Because I'm going to agree. But let's just, let's just <laughs> tell the fans, for those who feel as though Miss Cracker should win or Miss Juju B should win. Because not to discredit Miss Juju, she's great. Not to diminish Miss Cracker, because she's fine. But... um. You're wrong, and this is why we're right. Okay, so tell me. I I mean, I think it ultimately just comes down to, like, Shay's overall performance and readiness for what the show asked for girls to bring to task. And I think she was the most well-rounded in terms of, like, capability and being able to adapt to each challenge. I don't think that, like, there was any, like, there certainly wasn't favoritism from production based on some of those, like, very questionable critiques on her. Um, so I think, I mean, I think she, like, there, I, I really don't have to say that much. I feel like what she did quite honestly proves it. And, like, mm. we could go on and on about growth and evolution. And, like, that's been evident since she, I mean, since before she was on Drag Race, she was constantly evolving. And then after season nine and onward, you know, like she's certainly proven to be able to like adapt and become and maintain resiliency and not only like um, understand trends, but also create them uh, uh, simultaneously. And I think that's something that is not easy for a lot of drag artists to do or do prolifically and consistently. And that's not to discredit anybody else because I, I stand very steadfast in that this All-Stars cast in particular is one of the strongest and most dynamic. So I don't discredit any of the girls by any means. That being said, I do think that Shay, like, wholeheartedly deserves this. There shouldn't be a question. I think her performance on last week's uh, challenge with the stand-up, I think she should have won. There was a level of grace. There was a level of humanity uh, it, there and was, while looking like that, while looking right, there, like there was a level of there was a level did. of grace, look how she floaty and like just just effortlessness and just doing it so right, and it just it just all it all just completely it it's just it all it's all right. It makes sense. Like she should win. Like literally, lit lit. Listen, Golden Globe winner. She won a Golden Globe. She won an Emmy, an Oscar, a Grammy, a SAG Award, 
a Tony Award. Yeah, it's I true, keep it's going. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. give her her credit. Give her her flowers. A hundred thousand dollars in a crown. She did so much before. She did so much after. Like, there's just no question. And like, I yeah, I mean. Again, it's not to discredit. I just think her whole run has just been so... It's People say skating by, but, like, yeah, that's what happens when it's, like, effortless and, like, you're doing it right. Like, I think I think to, like, generalize and, like, be diminutive and say she skated by, which I've seen criticism of, which I think is complete bullshit. Um, but I feel like she didn't skate by. It's one of those she things didn't. where it's, like, if she, if she were to say... If she was under pressure or if she was doing whatever the fuck, she would have said it, but she not would have been... She not she didn't make a whole thing about it. No. She thought she thought about it, thought about what she was gonna do, and she, she did also it, and wasn't she did vindictive. Well. She played a really fair game for what it's worth. Because she knows she is the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she know there's a thing. It's like one yeah. thing I will say about one thing I will say about Queens is like if you if you are a bitch or if you are um if you are a bitch or if you are just mean or whatever the fuck. You better have talent to back it up. Not saying yeah. that she's mean. Not saying that you know she's a good person because she's out of what of when I've interacted with her, she's been a lovely person. Um, she's amazing. Yeah, she's great. It's like she knows she's the shit because she is the shit, and she has shown you that she is the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she doesn't. I mean, she doesn't have to prove anything. Celebrities walk on red carpet because they're stars. Shea Coulee walks on toilet paper because she is the shit. Oh my you know what god. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. She should win. She should win. 100%. Um, How do you feel? Does did the whole eliminate, not the, not the way everyone got eliminated, but well, yeah, I guess like. Well, we know justice for Mariah Balenciaga. We know justice for Alexis Mateo, justice obviously. Justice for Alexis Mateo. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, job. I really, I mean, I just, I, uh, Derek, too. I mean, like, honestly, like, the first half of the cast, I hope they bring back in some capacity because they showed, they showed that they so can. Interesting. They showed yeah. that they can. So, like, who knows? I mean, I think. This cast it, had me so excited about the franchise again. And yeah, I mean, like, it was, I, I think. I think they looked very nice. I think they brought real kind of like the com- they brought the competitiveness back mm-hmm. to the whole thing. Um, and it felt refresh again to see familiar faces that we haven't really seen so much. Right, right. Like, i.e., you know, Angina, Mariah, um, even yeah, Exciting, like Mayhem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was nice to see them again, queens that we know that are fierce performers. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I think, I, I mean, I do want to talk about Miss Blair St. Clair. I, you know what? It, she, she's the, she kind of like grew, um, and uh, yeah, she kind of like grew physically. I don't know if there was a type of growth. I, it wasn't her time. I feel like I, I feel like she went in too soon. I feel like she went in too soon. I think she played a very good game. I think yeah, there, I, she did well. I think I think some judgment judgments for performance or runway were a little more fair than they could have been in some cases, um, and were maybe a little more sugar coated than they needed to be. But I don't think she like. I'm not, I'm not like, oh my god, I'm doing so much better than her. Because it's totally like not what I'm saying at all. Because I mean, again, you could. You won all 12 seasons. 
it's true. They ask you all the time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they do. You know, it's just so funny to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why they keep coming back. <laughs> I just think it's funny how. Um... I just think it's so funny. Um, but I do not remember what we were talking about. Um, Blair. Oh yeah, no, I think I think she played a good game. I think she, I think as strong of a competitor as she was and is, I think it was. I mean, she was up a, amongst like very, very strong competitors as well. Like, I feel like yes. this was a. I feel like this cast, it its dynamic nature comes from how balanced it felt. I, oh, okay. I see. Okay, I, I get it. I get it. I think I, in terms of like how people weren't like, oh my god, I'm so afraid to be on camera. Everyone was like, in it, it and me. like what. Yeah, like, it wasn't, like, you know, obviously everyone's range of, like, what they're capable of doing in terms of, like, performance or challenge is differentiating. But I think in terms of, like, holding court and camera time, I'd say, like, everyone had, like, really good ample screen time. Like, no one got glossed over, in my opinion. Yeah. I... Okay, well, how about this? Well, how about this? Um, I don't. Should we include Canada? I mean, at this point, right? Yeah, why not? Just do yeah. a brief one. Okay. Um, and then I'll ask you your opinion on Canada because listen, I am O, I am O, I am O. In my opinion, in my opinion personal, in her onion. Is- which is French, um, I feel as I just can't. I can't click with the show. I can't click with the show. I don't, I just, they they really want to let you know. Like, they want to tell you that Brooklyn is not the RuPaul of Canada. And I say that in a set, and I say that by, like, the way that they do not exclude her from the way that they did when they announced that they were going to do it. What do you mean? You know what I mean? So, like, so when they announced that they were going to do Drag Race Canada, right, and when they announced that Brooklyn Heights was going to be the host, it was the kind of circulation of, like, yes, like, she's about to be a host, like, she is deserving Queen of the North, yada, yada, yada. But, like, now, uh, I just don't, the format, the format, I just don't understand. It's, like, they, yeah, it's Brooklyn Heights, but there's two more people. There's two more people. And when she walks, it's like she walks into the workroom and, like, she walks into the workroom. She doesn't walk in the workroom by herself sometimes. Like, she'll walk in with all three of them. And, like, all three of them have to have an input. And all, like, it's like they. But that's why the- I like it. I, I, that's the thing. I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's because of the way that the format has been for so many years where, like, mm-hmm. okay, if Rue is not going to be a judge, there has to be one judge. Which is why I did, which is why I'm assuming they did, you know, Canada's Drag Race and not RuPaul's Drag Race or Brooklyn's mm-hmm. Drag Race or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and then, and then the, the, uh, the weirdest part is the, the entrance of like, usually when Ru walks in or where the host is supposed to walk in, it's the guest. Yeah, because it's the guest host <laughs> and not the guest judge, which I think is a very refreshing. Oh. Term. So it's, see, I never paid attention to that. So it's uh-huh. like, guest. Host, mm-hmm. which I think is a really cute idea, 
and it kind of like it and then like it's got the that celebrity engagement like last week's episode deborah cox was the guest host like that's so cool and on top of that she was on the judging panel so like there is a level of inclusion that i do appreciate i like that it feels like in that in that judging panel regard it feels like the judgment it's like not like someone's main executive opinion of what's happening like it feels like everyone's like Mm. choice of what's going to go down is fairly heard that being said i do think the judging is a little off and weird i need just (laughs) that is true true. i don't get it's very it's kind of like we don't like your look we love your look though i am so pressed about how kinds critiques were given out i don't think like it was like an inside job the way it came across though was that like they were just like ha- they had this axe grind with kind and like i don't know it just seemed really strange to me and it was like i mean her the purple look like wasn't like that bad it i didn't think it was that, that bad it wasn't that bad because the look and she the her performance in the was challenge there. was amazing the concept was there and listen we're gonna come off across as kind stands because we are we and are. listen and it's like i'm still not okay with the fact that she went home it didn't make sense it did not make sense to me when there were girls there i understood episode one's like runway criticism fine whatever episode two Um, i still feel um i don't agree with it i don't agree with it i she wouldn't be in my bottom two by any means on Uh either uh, Mm -hmm. respectively um that being said also from episode three i think Anastasia Anakwe, she was fully overlooked on episode one. Mm. I believe she was overlooked on episode two. And then she... Spoiler alert! Uh, well, I'll have to put like an audio disclaimer in front of this entire section, obviously, I guess. But, Why? Like, it, it already happened. Everybody that's else true. Talked Fuck about it. it. Fuck it. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> but but with, um, with Anastasia, then you sent her home on episode three. Like, yeah, she, like, she blundered, like, performance wise she didn't she certainly did not do the greatest but she had yeah she she had offered so much already within her first two episodes there was still more that i wanted to see from her where like her 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 culture what she experienced what her capability as someone who's been a multi-pageant title winner um her capability as like someone who can make incredible fashion because her first runway which i don't know that i actually gave her a proper shout out in the first episode and it's literally been haunting me because her runway <laughs> and she's like her as a queen on the cast and her runway alone from episode one is like one really of my done. immediate standout favorites so like tends to use starzy because like honestly truly one of my absolute hands-down favorites and i think i think she should get a lot more shine uh, I think I think the bout of every eliminating I, I don't know. I really like the cast. So like I just I don't know. I really keep wanting to see more of every single girl. So it's hard. I also I love Jimbo. I'll be really shocked if Jimbo doesn't I make it really to the end. I really love Jimbo. I really I, I just think he's like this kind of like uh it's this kind of uh of uh, not a club kid but there is an art to it. That isn't con- that isn't like the. Uh, sure. I think that- her. I think her drag is so heightened. Yeah, it's you like, know what it's I mean. Like, like it's, it's so if heightened. I, if I could compare her to a to the U.S. franchise, would be like an acid acid Betty kind of drag. 
I think yeah, if we're where, if we where, have even to make, though like, an immediate think, franchise comparison, I think yeah, it's like well, I get even what you're though saying. even though even though Acid Betty she's in her own lane and it's like you know yeah. she is she is Acid Betty. There isn't anyone like her. I feel like in terms of Canada, in terms of that kind of like uh, creativity and like brightness with, mm-hmm. kind of, with even with the soft spoken that like person that she is, I think she brings it. I think she brings it very well. Mm-hmm. And I'd be mm-hmm. shocked if she doesn't make top three. You know what I mean? I'll be very who, shocked. Who is your who is who is your top three? If you were to pick a top three, who would you who would it be? Based on who's left now, I think the top three is going to be Jimbo. Uh if not if not Jimbo making it the top three, I can see Jimbo getting like that Katya top five. Like no, okay. edit. You know what I mean? But yeah. it, but for for me I can I could see the top four, even let's say, just like Jimbo, Boa, um, Ilana, and uh, Priyanka. But I think I think Scarlet Bobo will probably be in that top. Yeah, as I well. would love to see Scarlet Bobo. I don't. I, I mean, really she's like been that. around for a minute. I, I yeah, I yeah, I she back when um, the party, the Westgate party, was a thing back in uh, New York. Uh, she would I would occasionally see her from time to time there, even though she's Canada based. She had a I love like her a, accent. I love her yeah, accent. Yeah. She's she's a really nice girl. Uh and I like I guess I was like online introduced to, to who she was by uh Courtney and uh Jamie from uh the drag coven. So uh, they like, you know, they obviously they rightfully stand the proper Canadian gals. So like I was like, I trust your judgment and they haven't steered me wrong yet, but Scarlet's definitely a force. So I see that being like a top five. I think Lemon's really strong, so we'll, I'll be interested to see where she lands. Um, yeah, I just wish I wish the three eliminated gals could be back. I think oh, kind. Definitely. I think, I think the three eliminated girls. I I think they all had something that they could have all respectively brought. That would have been fun and interesting. But I guess that's how the cookie crumbles. I'm sure. I'm, I would love to see some kind of an international all stars something or other. Have that be like the next like top model curveball. Yeah, you know, like they like. What well, did you hear? What well, did you hear? It is alleged. It is alleged that seven other RuPaul's dra- other Drag Race franchises are being created all over around the world. To Does answer that, shock me. Does not shock Allegedly, me. Allegedly, seven are are being produced. That'd be wild. I don't know about all that, but not seven <laughs> continent. The seven continents. Oh, even Antarctica. Antarctica's drag. Oh, that'd be fierce. That'd be is a queen is a queen of the north or south. I got a B in social studies. I should know this. Um, <laughs> while I figure that out, let's take a break. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Don't turn your back on me because we're back. Oh, I wasn't as solid as the other ones. But no, you're, you're not follow through. It's good. It's yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. So we are back. And I would like to make a confession. And what would it you is... like to um? What do you want me to do with that? <laughs> and what do you want? It is time for confessions, and basically, what that is is every week, um, we do the Q and A portion of the pageant. 
Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> and I'll start. So also all of the uh all of the questions are anonymous, obviously. Um and we'll start with the first one. If animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me I would say hippos, because hippos are zoologically scientifically characterized as the meanest animals out there so i think that would translate to personality no matter how cute they look how about you how fuck <laughs> i don't know you asked um i answered <laughs> um in my opinion like straight up it'll be cats Cats, because you know they're already known for being assholes, anyways. And in movies, they're portrayed that way. Mm-hmm. But, 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 thinking about it, turtles. Turtles are condescending. Turtles. I think. I feel like, so t- and that's what they want you to think. And okay. it's crazy that right, right. it's crazy that you're like, you know, thinking about it in that sense. Because I knew they got to you. I feel as though turtles are condescending. I just feel like they're condescending. Well. I next question. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well. Uh, you read the next one. All right. Let's see. Um, what is the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn? Use your words clear. Use your words wisely, bitch. I thought that was yours. <laughs> what is the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn? Oh, well, I thought you were going to answer the question first. No, but, um, oh, because oh, you thought I was gonna say something that you made for me. Wait, for those who don't know, anyways, nah, yeah, yeah, I've been, yeah, should have known that. Anyways, um, okay, um, what is the most embarrassing thing I've ever worn? Oh, yeah. oh, 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 um, so this is like you know really dark or whatever, but um, so my mom when I was I think like six or seven yeah when i was like six or seven or so my mom um she had kidney failure so she had to go through a lot of chemotherapy so my aunt would have to take care of us uh Mm -hmm. there was like a week where my mom was in the hospital so my aunt would have to take care of us so we would have to stay with my aunt and i remember she would always she would take us to school and then i remember one day they just forgot to get underwear they just forgot to go to the house and get underwear for me so I am the I was the only boy, I guess that like that age, like I was the only kid, the only boy. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And my sister and my cousin, so they're girls, and I'm the only boy. So I wore panties. Um, and so they put on the blues. They I remember it were these little blues clues panties that were my cousin's panties. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, you remember back in like kindergarten or whatever, you can't use the bathroom by yourself. Like they like supervise. And I remember I pulled, like, I remember I pulled my pants down to like pee. And the teacher, I will never forget it. She's like, um, I don't do like, oh, did you pick those out? I was like, oh no, my aunt put these on an accident. She goes, my daughter has the same ones. And then everybody, oh yeah, she was like, my daughter has the same ones. And then I was like, what do you mean? I didn't know that I was wearing panties. I thought I was just wearing underwear. 
I had no idea that that's what they put panties on me. And then everybody else did, though. Everybody else did because since the door isn't closed because, you know, we're kids. You can't leave your supervised. Um, everybody saw that I had panties on and I was embarrassed. Oh, my God. Yep. Well, you, bro- <laughs> you broke a construct that day, my dear. I sure did. I sure did. I literally had no idea that I was wearing panties because they just looked cute. <laughs> they were blue clues. <laughs> That's okay. That fuck happens. the fuck the blue ribboning that was um <laughs> in the leg opening. I just thought it was cute. I was like, wow, this is kind of like next level. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How about you? What is the most embarrassing thing? Um, probably like the same bra and panty set for like the first year that I did drag. <laughs> <laughs> Dead eyes. I mean, like I had a lot of gall to leave my building in a bra and panty and like getting in a cab that way my (laughs) i mean like my drag in the beginning days was like i mean like i don't think it was bad i think it was just like a very shocking look that i mean like yeah i dress like a a hoe and a skank now but like i think i think my taste level is a bit more refined you know i'll ask you i'll ask you what was that what was your like your first drag what was that inspired by I don't think I ever got to ask you in terms of like the makeup in terms of like the big eyes and that like the purple kind of like look to it what was the do really big like I wanted to look like a Tim Burton character so I wanted to like do big eyes and like that bat that was like back then when I thought like my drag would be validated through doing something big and stage makeup-y and it was something that I hadn't seen before so it was like a a shape that like I had also like grown to like learn how to evolve it over like the first bit of time while I was doing it and like I was doing things in very unorthodox ways like how I applied the glitter how I did my glitter brows all that shit it was just like none of it really had like a rhyme or reason but I made it work and I figured it out to work for me so like kind of like molded around and fucked around with that but then like I don't know I just there was something about wearing like a black lace bra and panty where I was like, this is it. (laughs) I'm like my snot girl, like blunt bang, like Betty Page wig. All eyes on me in the center of the ring, just like a circus. Yeah, I really did that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. All right. What was the next question? Um, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Next question. Girls. Um, 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 if someone asked to be your apprentice and learn all that you know, what would you teach them? Um, boom, I'll teach you how to roll. I'll teach you how to be kind, teach you how to be humble and honest. Um, uh yeah, I think I would just te- I would teach them. Damn, that's a deep one. Why do you go? Why do you go? Why do you go? I would just say PR and media training. because so, uh, some of the yeah, girls, okay, that's easy. That some is of the easy. girls need a lot of that. Some of the dolls. Some of the dolls. Some of the girls, yeah. Oh, you know what? I agree. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree to that. PR. Yeah, PR and media training, and know that. There's two kinds of judgment, the judicial and the media. That's right. Free Britney. Free Britney. And that's um, all I got to say on that. And <laughs> Yes. Free Britney. Okay. Um, uh, 
well, yeah, you kind of answered it already, yeah. Okay, all right. I'll read the next one. Because you're good with PR, too. That is something that you're very well-versed in. So I feel like... Really? Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know know what's up. Well, you know what? I mean, I'll give you you your props in terms of um, Bible has taught me to uh, not think before I speak, but basically think before I speak. And it's more so, like, um, before I do say something, I'll, I'll think of, like, her her specifically like saying like do you really want to do that <laughs> that's my best interpretation of <laughs> I'm your fucking Jiminy Cricket being like are you sure you want to do all that girl exactly exactly so like I mean I'll give you I'll give you a problem do you like that I don't like that <laughs> oh my gosh um, alright uh, so the, the last one is what's the weirdest thing a guest has done in your house God. I know this one like off the top of my head. Because, <laughs> I mean, like I'm neurotic. We obviously heard this in the beginning of the episode. Like I'm, a, I'm a fucking germ weirdo, and like I feel like I, yeah, I, I've definitely talked about this on other podcasts too. Like I am just like that is one thing about me that maybe a lot of people don't necessarily know is like how bad of a hypochondriac I am. So for me, this is the, like the little things like this is like what I pay attention to. There's coronavirus, with... listen, really quick, I just want to add that coronavirus did not change the way that Bible operated in uh-uh. terms of how clean she is and like no cross contamination. Everything must be clean. After every gig, after every gig <laughs> was after every gig would spray Lysol on practically everything. Everything, everything. Leave I it soaking. It. Leave it soaking in my soul. But continue. Well, to, to my credit, Chris did say that if I was in charge of the government, Corona would have long <laughs> since died. Like, honestly. I agree. I, I, I agree. I would have been yelled by the OC housewives, and I would have said, tough luck, buttercup. <laughs> Deal with it. I, would, you I know, agree. Just, oh, my God. Um, but, okay, so this is the weirdest thing that a guest did at my house, at my apartment. It was, like, a friend of a friend, someone who, like, I. it was my first time meeting this person, first time at my apartment. Um, like, used the bathroom, which, like, I don't give a fuck, obviously, like, go, like, go pee, but came out and, like, <laughs> smelled like Listerine, and was like, eh. <laughs> he was like, ah, I just had some of the mouthwash in there, and, like, um, that's my only thing of mouthwash, and you don't, like, I didn't say this to him, but I'm, like, thinking, I'm, like, I don't have cups in there, so, like, what, what did he do? Like, what did he get? <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. I was like, I sure, I guess. Yo. I was like, fine. (laughs) And so, like, and the thing about and the thing about you is that your smile won't break. It won't break. Your eyes will, but your smile won't. So yeah, I definitely died a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, de- like deer in headlights and still smiling. Like, ah. It was such hey. a face crack for me. I was like, um, you what? Like, I, like, I smelled it. <laughs> like, I smelled it. So, like, of course, like, I was going to call him out on it and just be like, it's like, sweetie, is there whiskey in your brother? It was like, sweetie, is there, um, is there crest 3D white <laughs> on your on your palette right now? Is that happening? And he's like, yeah, you know. I was like, um, Sure, great, cool, not a problem. 
I let I let that bottle sit in there for a few months until I did finally throw it out recently. I just like wasn't sure. Oh, what to think of it. I just realized. I was just like, y'all honestly, see what I'm talking about? Y'all see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, How about you? For me, for me, I, listen. I can talk about this. I have the clearance to talk about this. <laughs> um, so my aunt, she, my aunt, she used to stay with us. Um, in, uh, I think when I was like in my t- like twelve, thirteen or so, she stayed with us, and mm-hmm. she used to have this boyfriend called the criminal. That was his name. It was literally the criminal. No. Um. Yeah, it was called the criminal, and he was he owned the liquor store. He was kind of like this like sketchy dude, real nice, really nice. And um, he would come over and visit my aunt, who you know who lived with us or whatever. And I, my the old house that I used to live in, we used to I used to always be upstairs. I was kind of like the recreational area, like the living room where we would always like you know just be at. And my room was downstairs where I would never really be at. But after my aunt moved in she had to use my room like she would like usually like have her clothes in there or like you know um just like basically sleep there sometimes and i would just sleep with my sister Mm -hmm. um they would have sex in my room and then he would come out and then tip me afterwards (laughs) wait 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 how old were you i was like 13 or 14 I wasn't, the the oh, no, I wasn't in the room oh no I wasn't in the room I wasn't in the room oh I see oh no I wasn't in the room I was in the room but they I like I knew it was happening I knew it was happening because right. I was in the next like the walls the walls the walls carry <laughs> but like sure. and then he would come out and then he would come out like I'm in the kitchen or something and he would give me like 30 bucks that's I, a hustle I, <laughs> Like he would like that was probably the most bizarreest thing. And then they broke up, which I was devastated, obviously, because that was that was how I was paying bills at the time. Bag fumbled. Yeah. <laughs> Bag fumbled. But yeah, they would go they would go into my room and then they would come out and he would give me 30 bucks and say, like, all right, all right, buddy, see ya. And I'm like, oh all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, well, well. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then, that, and then that brings us to the conclusion of the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, and thanks everyone for listening. This was so much fun. And thank you guys for tuning into the Hustle Lolo show. I'm Lolo, and I'm Bible Girl. All right, bye. Wear your mask. Bye. bye. <laughs>